0: today's reading is from 1 corinthians chapter 1 verses 18 to 25 for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing but to us who are being saved it is the power of god for it is written i will destroy the wisdom of the wise the intelligence of the intelligence i will frustrate where is the wise man where is the scholar where is the philosopher of this age Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength. On my bedroom wall when I was growing up, I had my own hall of fame, a posters of sporting heroes I longed to be like. Lassie Viren, Jimmy Greaves, Ian Heaps, Chester Barnes, Who, I hear you ask? Well, it was a long time ago. Each of them champions in long-distance running, football, fishing, table tennis. And all of them, for me at least, a goat. G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. The letter that we're looking at this Lent, 1 Corinthians, is about the Lord of all time, whose glory is so very different from anything portrayed on my wall. And his victory pulls apart from anything I could imagine in my 10-year-old mind. He's the Lord of an upside-down kingdom where the first are last, the lost are found, and the least are raised up. The glory of Jesus is seen, as St Paul the writer of our passage today says, in and on the cross. Which is the, the utterly countercultural, a totally mind-boggling sign of Jesus' kingdom. When Jesus cried out on the cross, it is finished. There was no applause from adoring fans. To those who uh, followed him and loved him, it appeared to most at least he was a loser. Of the countless hundreds of thousands executed this way by the might of the Roman Empire, all their names have faded into the obscurity of history except one. Jesus and the message of the cross are the focus of this letter and today's passage. Back in that day, no one in their right mind would have considered putting a cross uh, as a poster on their wall to inspire them to jews the cross was associated with a divine curse according to deuteronomy 21 verse 23 and the idea it could be a message of salvation was a stumbling block to them to non-jews the notion was utterly foolish as paul writes in verse 23 the actual word which paul uses translated foolishness um, could be better translated moronic but the cross is where god shows the height and depth the length and breadth of his love the lord of all time jesus knocks on our door with a divine invitation to have our time on earth cross shaped the cross makes a difference to all our time to our past all the mistakes missteps um mishaps that happen there everything that missed the mark that was sent is taken by the outstretched, all-embracing arms of Jesus. What's behind me no longer needs to define or confine me. He makes a difference. The cross makes a difference to my today. I'm invited to put this day, with any fears it holds, into the nail-pierced hands of the one who died for me. If he is for me, for you, what then can stand against us? And the cross makes a difference to the future. What once eternally separated us from God is now eternally removed. As the song says, there may be trouble ahead. There's definitely uncertainty. But because of the cross, we can face it with peace. Not complacency, but peace. Because the Lord of all time, who died, was buried, has risen again for us. And he says today to all who call him Lord, follow me. Father God, may my life today and in all my tomorrows be shaped by your cross and its message. In Jesus' name, Amen.